Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the group editor of Woman and Woman and Home magazine, and I'm here to wish you a very happy new year. Yes, and a happy new year to you too, Hannah. I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV Times, TV and Satellite Week, and What's on TV magazines. And here we go again. Yes, this week, we're looking at the new releases starting Friday, the 5th of January 2024. They include Prime Video Travelogue, James May, Our Man in India, and the return of hit show The Traitors to BBC One. And we'll also be sizing up Amanda and Alan's Italian job on BBC iPlayer, sampling series two of the culinary drama Julia, starring Sarah Lancashire on Now TV, and previewing the very big TV shows of 2024. But first in, what is in the news? In the Netflix comedy Kinda Pregnant, Amy Schumer, one of our favourites, well, she'll play a woman who is so jealous that her best friend's having a baby that she fakes a pregnancy. We've all been there. What else is in the news, Hannah? Prime Video's drama Motorheads will star Ryan Phillip as one-time Nazca stock car mechanic who bonds with a group of car-loving outcasts. Well, we're kicking off with a good selection this week. I would say the theme, if there is one, is uh, beautiful backdrops. How's that? We're going to start on Amazon Prime Video with a new travelogue arriving on Friday the 5th of January... It's called James May, Our Man in India. And here's a clip. Hello, viewers. You've probably guessed that I have just arrived in India. Are you ready for this? Morning. Ahead of me lies an epic coast-to-coast journey through what may well be the most colourful country on the planet. This is absolutely breathtaking. It genuinely is. Well, Prime Video subscribers may well have seen... James's previous two travelogues, Our Man in Japan and Our Man in Italy. And yes, this time he is off to India for a three-parter. He starts in Mumbai. I guess the challenge with doing travelogues, because, I mean, pretty much everywhere has been done, usually by several different celebrities, is making it different, isn't it? You might have thought it would be nice for him to get away from what some people would call bullying behaviour on the Grand Tour. However, you'd be wrong, because in episode one, he meets an Indian stand-up comedian who takes him to a comedy club where a series of local comedians um, take the piss out of him. So there's quite a lot of jokes. Well, there's a few jokes at the expense of his appearance, suggesting that he looks as if he's homeless. (laughs) Cruel. Um, And a lot about the British Empire, of course. It's still a hot topic. Um, but yeah, it's very good. Uh, there's an interesting sequence um, where he goes into, it's a slum, I guess, but it's this really super dense community of, of little alleyways and kind of ramshackle buildings, which is a hive, literally, of industry. Uh, and he goes to visit uh, a pottery. Of course, he, he has to attempt to make a pot. That's the rule in celebrity travelogues. You have to try to do an activity and fail miserably. He does that. He goes to a tannery. Future treats. He's going to be getting involved in the Festival of Colours, Holy, which I think will be fun. He's also going to appear in an Indian soap opera. So I'm pretty sure the festival's been done before, probably done to death, but I'm not sure anyone that has appeared 
in an Indian soap opera in a travelogue before. I mean, I always enjoy James May. I think he's a, a really good TV presenter who brings something a bit different. He's not all kind of super bubbly and over the top. He's just um, a little bit wry, very self-deprecating, good company. And, you know, I, I've never been to India, and certainly this made me want to go what did you think Hannah? India is the place to go isn't it lots of our friends have been going to India and you're right it really kind of brings it to life and it's not necessarily somewhere that I kind of think or oh, is on my bucket list but it kind of should be um, and this kind of um, helps that I think I, I completely agree with you with James May He's always been the sort of the underdog, hasn't he, in everything he's done. He's always been the full guy, the one that everyone's kind of taken the mickey out of. And I'm not sure that he's any different here. As you say, there's that um, part where he, you know, is kind of ridiculed a bit and what have you. And he just kind of, he sort of just takes it really, doesn't he? But I think what I like about him is that it's not his ego that runs the show, whereas, you know... Um, quite often that is the case and he's been really successful actually in, in really everything he's kind of um, turned to he's been incredibly successful um, and not just part of a trio because you worry kind of sometimes don't you when someone's been part of something so big like Top Gear for example where you are part of a gang and um, he's gone solo and it's, it's done, it, you know, he's done really well for himself. So I, I really enjoyed it. I do like these kind of experiences though, because I think you see countries, places, um, of course it's sort of the best of at times, but you see it through someone else's lens and it gives you an appetite for something. So yeah, thumbs up from me. Next up, you could say it's the first big TV event of 2024 very much in your wheelhouse hannah it is the return of the traitors to bbc one arriving from wednesday the 3rd of january and here's a clip here lies a kind and generous soul someone who is loyal trusting and faithful no wonder they're no longer with us welcome to the game. It's a bit extreme, isn't it? Play it nice. You could end up six feet under. Play it dirty. I'll be looking at you after this. Wow. And you might come out on top. Yeah, this this is you're right. It's it's just massive this show now. And yet I remember when it first started and there was sort of talk about it, and even Claudia herself, were, they were concerned that kind of another reality show would it really you know, hit the right spot and would it be good enough and all the rest of it. And of course, it, it was incredibly successful and, and no one would have anticipated that necessarily, including Claudia herself, Claudia Winkleman being the presenter. And, she, and she's great at it. In fact, I think she she really makes a lot of the show. Um, and I know when we reviewed this previously, the first time round, um, the one thing, it is good, but the one thing I have to say about it is just so mean. <laughs> And I don't know whether it's me having children or getting that age where you're just trying to teach them to be kind. This is just so horrible because the you know it says it in the name, doesn't it? You've got to be a traitor if you're nice. It's not it's not going to work for you. Um, and um, it, it's just sort of everything that the worst. It brings out the worst of human nature, basically. Um, it's really pacey the show it's kind of it's, it's got lots of jeopardy in it um i don't think you can ever second guess who could win they're all competing for that big money prize of course um i think it's something like 120 grand that they could win um and they just go to extreme lengths to try and um yeah to try and win the show and, and they'll go to you know 
well, they just get really low. It's just not nice at times. <laughs> it's just not very kind. Um, I I have to say though, it's compelling. It's it's as good second time round as it is first time round. Um, and I just can see this coming back and back and back. This formula is going to take a while to tire. I think. Did you enjoy it as much as the first time? Oh. I'm no stranger to reality TV, Hannah. As you know, I've watched a hell of a lot of Below Deck and Married at First Sight. I had a go at series one of The Traitors, and it just it just didn't grab me. But I only I think I only watched one episode. But and and since then, everyone I know has just told me how fantastic it is. So <laughs> it's a question of you know. Going back in there, in fact, all of season one is available on BBC iPlayer. So I need to to get back in there and find out what all all the fuss is about because I'm sure if I do, it's just like, is there enough time? <laughs> can, can I devote, you know, X hours to another series? I don't know, but I do love Winkers. She's fun, and um, yeah, I'm up for watching something where people are um, quite unpleasant to each other. So, one of my New Year resolutions. So, yeah, I, it's one. It's one to add to my uh, to my list of things that I I really need to watch on Now TV, arriving on Thursday, the fourth of January. It's the return of the drama series Julia, and here's a clip. What on earth has been happening here while I was gone? Friendship is a two way street. I put up with you. Put up with me. I feel like I'm losing track of who I am. I may have some surprises up my sleeve. Paris, oh, I married the right guy. You're wasting our time with that dish. We have to make compromises. I came here for some relief, not to play referee between the two of you. So this is an HBO drama, series two, and it stars the wonderful Sarah Lancashire of Happy Valley fame and so much else. And in it... She is playing an American chef called Julia Child, who was a pioneer of TV cookery in the 1960s. And she made a series called The French Chef. Okay, you with me so far? It's from the producer of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, the period comedy drama about a woman entering the world of stand-up in America... And there are similarities in the sort of feel of it, the look of it. I thought, well, this is something that I can just um, have on in the background while I'm cooking my tea. No, you do have to pay attention. It's got a lot to recommend it. I mean, Lancashire is great because I do think this character, well, she's not a character, she's a real life person. She's got a very unusual accent, uh, which Lancashire makes a a good fist of it because it's already unusual. And then it also has to have the sort of right, area of america flavor as well she nails that she's so different in this to anything i've seen her in before you've also got isabella rossellini as julia's collaborator simca you've got david hyde pierce from frasier as her husband paul um and not a dissimilar character to niles i would say you've also got um Beeb Neweth, who was also in Cheers as Lilith. It starts in France because the end of series one ended with her going to France to take a break. And it's just gorgeous. They're cycling through vineyards. They're in the street markets. She's trying to discover some the secrets of various French recipes. 
back in America, there are sort of power struggles at the TV station. There's stuff about the Vietnam War. So it's not all super fluffy. I think part a little bit of a criticism of Series 1 was that there wasn't enough kind of grit to it. But I think there there is stuff going on with the other characters as well. I was pleasantly surprised. I must say I enjoyed it. What did you think, Hannah? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I, But I love Sarah Lancashire. So I think, that, you know, that massively helps. And I think what's nice about this is that you see the kind of um, the backstory as well. So not only the person that kind of changed the, the face of um, food for us or, or how we see food on TV and kind of the way she's doing it, but also the relationship that she had with her husband and how he kind of let her take centre stage. But also, you know, he was there being very fiercely kind of protective of her during a time when she when it was incredibly famous. So I think it was done very well. And it, 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 you know, that part could be done wrong, couldn't it? As you say, because of, you know, particularly the accents and what have you. And I think that, you know, that that was done well. Um, and I've also been reading that... Um, because some of the, I think she actually had to cook Sarah in this at some point. So and she's quite good in the kitchen. So that was that was pretty helpful too. I I, I thought it was really enjoyable. I think you're like you say though. It's not it's something you think you could just put on in the background while you're cooking your tea. But it's not because you get quite involved quite quickly, don't you? There's a real story to it, um, and it really drags you in. It's really interesting. Um, so it, it feels on the surface something quite sort of um, dare I say it bland, but it's absolutely not. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Well, we've been to India, we've been to France, we've even been to the Scottish Highlands for the traitors. Now we're off to Tuscany, yes, for the return of Amanda and Alan's Italian job, which arrives on Friday, the 5th of January, on BBC One and as a box set on BBC iPlayer. And here is a clip. Amanda and I are at it again. We're back in our beloved Italy, where empty homes are being sold off for one euro in a bid to bring new life into forgotten towns and villages. And this time I've taken the reins, bagging a bargain in the idyllic region of Tuscany. I'm so glad this was a hit first time round. I, I, this duo absolutely works. I was kind of hopeful that um, Alan might get the job on Britain's Got Talent because these two rub really well together or rub along and but they sort of push each other to their limits I, I really enjoy watching them and Amanda who's you know famed for kind of she's immaculate isn't she she's always got a full face of makeup on and and she's into her fashion and absolutely everything and here she is getting her hands dirty and I kind of thought she's not going to get those perfectly manicured nails dirty is she she does she's a really hard worker I think it it it, it really I really enjoyed um the first series and as you say they're back and this time it's Tuscany now in the last series it was Amanda's choice for a house so they buy a house or a project, I should say, for one euro. Um, and this time, it's Alan's opportunity to choose somewhere. And um, it's quite it's quite different. <laughs> um, so it's um, a 17th century home with a medieval watchtower. Um, it's, when they see it, I mean, it, it hasn't been touched for a very long time. I think the owner died a decade previously. Uh, it's riddled with damp, rotten floors, cracked windows. And they just have to get in and, and do something to it and, and, and make it livable um, before they then um, sell it on. And I think the money then goes to charity. Um, I, I just... This could have gone so wrong as a show, but it just doesn't. He's really funny. She's really quick too. I don't know if you listen to her on the radio show in the morning, but she's quite quick too. And she's um, 
she's funny and the two of them just work together and as I say for me the fact that she really gets involved really you know and, and the struggle is real at times even though of course they've got all the help that you could possibly want it's a tv show there's budget I get all of that but equally they are muscling in and I know that um we did an interview with with Alan and Amanda for this show and um he was like, look, you know, at the end of the day, I just want to go home. I'm absolutely exhausted and put my feet up. She's like, no, I don't care whether the cameras aren't rolling or not. We need to keep going. We've Time is not on our side. A real grafter. So kind of reading all their stuff around this show and the passion they've got for it, I think is what makes it. Really, really enjoy this. I'm glad it's back. How about you, Ian? I did enjoy it. I hadn't seen series one, which I think they, I think they, they get a place in Sicily. I think I'm right in saying but we've seen Alan brilliantly presenting interior design masters, which we both love. And now the boots on the other foot because he, he's got to do the, the graft himself. I agree with you. They're a good double act. So it starts off. Alan insists on driving and his driving is absolutely terrible. <laughs> and then, yes, there's this interesting Italian scheme, which is to regenerate places that have kind of fallen into disrepair where you can buy a property for one you can you can buy a property for one euro so they buy this place it's got a watchtower it's in a beautiful little village in Tuscany they meet the mayor I'm sure they do some graph but it seems to me that like the, the proper builders turned up and then they went off gadding about <laughs> so, and they go to this cafe it's very funny where there are these two incredibly handsome Italian men who who have similarly brought a property and then alan is absolutely swooning <laughs> over them so yeah it's good value it's beautiful backdrop it's a fascinating scheme this one euro scheme i wanted to learn more about that so um yeah i mean i always love alan carr anyway he's a delight and and, and he and amanda make a good team well we'd normally start wrapping up at this stage of the proceedings hannah but as it's the first podcast of the new year well, let's take a look at some of the delights uh, coming up on streaming television platforms. Well, the big one on uh, Now TV and Sky Atlantic is the return of the Game of Thrones prequel House of the Dragon. Can't beat a little of, uh, a bit of post-apocalyptic uh, drama. So you've got Fallout on Prime Video to look forward to, which is set 200 years after a nuclear apocalypse. What's caught your eye? of the upcoming treats, Hannah? Well, I'm massively looking forward to Bridgerton, of course, on Netflix, um, where we'll see Lady Whistledown um, played, well, Penelope Featherington, played by Nicola Cullen, um, well, she'll take centre stage. And I think that's absolutely brilliant. That was really lined up and teased in the last series. So really looking forward to that third season of a Regency romance. Good stuff. And uh, also on Sky Atlantic, you've got a Kate Winslet drama, called The Regime, set in a fictional European country. On Apple TV+, Plus. this sounds good. It's the hunt for John Wilkes Booth following the assassination of President Lincoln in Manhunt. And also on Apple TV, you've got a World War II drama called Masters of the Air. Well, that's got Austin Butler in it, who, of course, was in the film Elvis. And you've also got... And Kuti Gatwa, a.k.a. the new Doctor Who. So, yeah, we'll be looking forward to those and many more. There's Ripley, based on the talented Mr. Ripley, coming on, on Netflix. 
so much to look forward to. We will be covering all of it and more. However, oh, also one more, Hannah. <laughs> Chili Cooper's rivals, Bonkbuster, is coming to life on Disney+. Plus. So, yeah, look forward to that. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Now, we finally, after that long ramble by me, we've got to that time where we find out, well, what did you really enjoy over Christmas and what have you been binging on? <laughs> We've watched, actually, as a family, loads of films this Christmas. Um, and um, and they're re- real, the golden oldies. We watched Marry Me, which has got J-Lo in it. I don't know if you've watched that. Um, and Owen Wilson. Home Alone. Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2. It's just been kind of a film fest, really. Um, we don't have, didn't have much um, TV on Christmas Day, but... Just some nice cheese, some nice wine, kicking back to some lovely films. How about you, Ian? Well, I, of course, I watched both Paddington films, which make me cry a lot. <laughs> They're so good. Um, I've also been watching The Long Shadow, which is a drama about the victims of the York, so-called Yorkshire Ripper, which is available on ITVX. That, that is really good. I didn't watch it when it was first shown. And I thought the most enjoyable thing for me over Christmas, there was a lovely Carolina Hearn tribute on BBC Two, which is well worth a look. We've just got time to look forward to next week's offerings, Hannah. So what's on the binge watch menu? Well, Alacqua Cox plays deaf martial artist Maya Lopez in the thrilling Marvel spin-off Echo. Oh, good. Another Marvel spin-off. Oh, I'm delighted. <laughs> OK. And uh, Kaylee Kuko and David Oyelowo star in the twisty spy drama Roleplay on Prime Video. So we look forward to those and much, much more. But in the meantime, listeners, Happy New Year and... Keep watching!